Hi, I'm Jeannie, and I'm going to be talking about the story from Genesis from today's readings. So I just want to begin with a prayer that I love from the end of Psalm 119. May these words in my mouth and this meditation in my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Now, this story in Genesis reads like a shocking drama. It's like one of those movies where you want to throw your popcorn at the TV screen and yell at the main character, Don't, it's a trap! There's irony, betrayal, rejection, jealousy and lust, and even a love triangle. And I can't help but feel sorry for everybody involved. At the end of Genesis chapter 9, we see Jacob working for Laban for seven years so he can marry Rachel. You know, the pretty sister. But surprise, after the wedding night, he wakes up and it's Leah instead. Now, don't even get me started on the question of how Jacob could have not noticed going to bed with the wrong woman, but it happened. And I just can't help but feel for Leah. I mean, she must have been so crushed as the man that she thought would cherish and honor her for the rest of his life wanted to marry her little sister instead. Now, I think we've all been there, right? I mean, maybe not exactly in the same way, but we all experience disappointment, betrayal, rejection, failure. Our life can be full of disappointment, but God sees our failures and he hears our cries for mercy. So, I ask myself, how do I react when disappointment strikes? I mean, do I complain and try to fix my problems myself? Do I wallow in self-pity or try to hide my shame in a corner where nobody can see? Or do I turn to God, the one who knows all my mess and loves me in the middle of it? In Psalm 66, it says, Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. God didn't withhold his love from Leah And even though she didn't get what she needed from Jacob, God heard her and he saw her. He sees and he hears you. And then there's Jacob. I think if this story was a movie, this is the part where we might be tempted to think that Jacob was getting what he deserves. I mean, he tricked his own father and he stole his brother's inheritance. And now he's being tricked by his uncle. I mean, payback. And maybe you feel like you're still paying for the sins of your past. And you don't feel like anything can fix where you find yourself now. But we know our God. We know that he loves Jacob, and we know that he is sanctifying Jacob. And we already know that despite Jacob and Laban's and even Leah's mistakes, God uses these people to bring us our Savior, Jesus. And God still remembers Jacob as his own. Psalm 46 says repeatedly, the God of Jacob is our fortress. And so who do I rely upon when failure cripples me? Psalm 46 says God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Jacob, Rachel, and Leah, they're in trouble here, and we see it play out over the next few chapters, and maybe even a little bit past that. More revenge, betrayal, favoritism, and loss. But God. I just love saying that, right? Nobody, not only does Jesus' line come through these people's messy lives, but God uses their circumstances and sin to grow them. Did they live happily ever after on earth? No, but God walked with them and he brought about his will in and through them. And God can do that for you today too. I mean, sometimes like Jacob, it takes us a while to see who God really is. And we might think he's a little bit like a magic gumball machine, you know, put in a good work, get out a good life. But God is so much better than a magic gumball machine. His real word is about real people and how he loves them. Just like Leah, sometimes we feel like we aren't loved or we feel like we don't deserve love because of our failures. But God is our perfect love. Leah thought that having sons would bring her husband's love. And I think sometimes we approach God like that too, like as if we can do something or produce something and it'll make God love us more. 
but God isn't like us. He loves us not because of what we produce, but because he created us and because Jesus's blood is on us. These people we see in Genesis are perfect examples of messy people that God loves and blesses because he loves them. He is a perfect God and he wants to work through us, even in our messiness. So as waters roar and mountains fall around you today, Be still and know that He is God. And He is your God in the midst of your pain and your sin, your difficulties, your failures, and He loves you. We have put our hope in the living God, Savior of all people. So go out today and love those around you, not because you need their love back, but because He loves you, all of you. Let's pray. Almighty God, Thank you for loving us despite our messiness. Thank you that you do your will through us even though we are failures. Help us to turn to you alone in everything, in our sin, in our pain, in our disappointments, and help us to remember that you love us forever. Amen.